Are you ready to combine your passion for business and your love for God through simple, practical and profitable business practices? Do you want to have an eternal impact on the culture and community around you through your business? Now is the time to partner with God, profit with purpose and build a Kingdom Class company. Welcome to Christ in Business, where we'll explore the stories, strategies, successes and failures of those doing the ministry of Christ in Business. Here's your Kingdom Business Coach, David Robertson. Hey guys, welcome back to Christ in Business. Today's episode is episode 28, titled Wisdom's Challenge. And today, I want to ask you, what if you could go and actually meet with the Spirit of Wisdom, with God's wisdom, and what would wisdom say to you? What kind of challenge would wisdom offer up to you? Would wisdom offer up a challenge? Well, you may have guessed that from the title of the episode that, yes, there is a challenge that wisdom offers you. And today I'm going to share it. It's a secret passage of scripture that's hidden inside scripture. So I want to share that with you and share that how all that came up. Uh, but first, I want to give you a little bit of an update about what's going on here in the life of David Robertson. <laughs> the past eight days, I've done 20 hours of driving. In fact, just today I did, we were in Dallas, Texas, and we were actually in McKinney, Texas, and we got up at four in the morning, got ready and left, packed the kids in the car and drove all the way back to Midland. And currently I am recording a podcast. So this is Saturday, April 20th. No, it's April 27th where I'm recording this podcast. So, but in the last eight days, I've done over 20 hours of driving. First on Good Friday, packed the kids up in the car, packed all their stuff up in the car. Boy, there's a lot of stuff that comes with taking babies and two kids under five away for the weekend. That's a lot of stuff to bring. But we brought it up and spent the weekend with my brother-in-law and his wife and some of their family, um, along with my mother-in-law and father-in-law. So we just hung out for Easter weekend. Saturday, went to Legoland, which honestly, I enjoyed that just as much as my five-year-old son, almost five-year-old son enjoyed that. So we, we had a blast. We built a car and raced it down the track and launched it. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Sunday, we came back after going to an Easter service. We actually went to Stonebriar Church, Community Church, which is, for those of you who don't know, that is Chuck Swindoll's church. So we heard Chuck Swindoll preach Easter message. And we went from there to lunch with family and then packed up and left again to go back to Midland. And then we shortened our week. And then Friday on the 26th, we had a doctor's appointment for my son back in Dallas. So we drove all the way back Friday, four days later with my two boys and my wife and I, and we had visiting a doctor to do an evaluation. Uh, we're going to be going back about every month, twice a month in April and once a month after that for a few months. And hopefully this will... I can't share a lot of details just because I don't, my wife would not appreciate it, but I would appreciate your prayers. I haven't talked to her about sharing it on the podcast, so I'm not going to share it with you in this episode, but I do appreciate your prayers. Ask that you would pray that the he would respond well to the treatment and that 
things would be changing quickly for him. This is nothing life and death, nothing to worry about, but we would like a quick change in response to the treatment. So anyway, that kind of sums up my last week as far as what's been going on. It's also the reason why, and I do apologize that I did not get the episode out to you on the 18th. I apologize for that. Um, I've been trying to get a podcast out to you every week without fail. Thursday at five o'clock. Sometimes I'm a little late, but I never have missed an episode this year until last week. And I, and I've been beating myself up about it, but we live and we learn, we move on. I will do my best to get another episode out to you every week. So, so wisdom's challenge. Did you know there's a secret passage of scripture hidden inside scripture? That's what I wanted to talk about today, and I want to share with you where that is so you can find it yourself. If you've ever read Proverbs, I used to read Proverbs every day, would read the Proverb of the Day, because there's 31 chapters in Proverbs, and a lot of times there's 31 days in the month. So I just, if the today was, for instance, I'm recording on April 27th, so I'd open up to Proverbs 27, and I would read it. And a lot of times, if you've ever read through a book of Proverbs, it's kind of like a bunch of statements that seem disconnected. You'd read it and say, well, this is verse 1, 2, 3, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, whack, you'd get hit outside the head, or you get smacked in the face with this brilliant revelation of wisdom that you can apply to your life. And then it's more reading of the same seemingly irre- irrelevant verses. And I was doing that one day, and I got tired of reading the boring verse. And I said, what if I could just concentrate and find all of the verses? Like, for instance, one month I was being hit in the face with verses just amazing revelation and amazing, brilliant stuff about how I used my words and the power of my words and how I spoke. And I kept getting this revelation after revelation. I said, well, what if I just took all of those single standalone verses and put them all in one big chunk and take all that little bits of revelation here and there and there and combine it into one big piece, take that scripture and paraphrase it and put it into a paragraph and use that as a like a mini essay of wisdom on how to use your words, on the power of your words, on the fruits of using your words correctly, on the fruits of talking wisely. So I did that and I started doing that and I found these verses where wisdom speaks, where wisdom is personified in a woman's voice and she speaks directly to you and I, the readers of Proverbs. I put all of that together and what I came away with was an amazing challenge, which I'm going to share with you. But first, I want to share a little bit of a story because my first quote-unquote real business was in the insurance industry. And I started when I was 19 and there's a lot of problems with that. I sold auto, home, life, health insurance. And I was starting an insurance agency and jumped into it because my dad did it and thought that, well, if he could do it, then yeah, I, I'm going to do it too. So I, I jumped in and I learned a ton there. I fell on my face while doing that. But one of the benefits of that season was that I got to meet and talk with 
some amazing successful people, some business owners, other agents, and my clients were also amazing. So here I was 19 selling insurance and I'd sit down and I'd, I'd meet with them in their house and talk about their liability and talk about their auto deductibles and, and homeownership liability and umbrella coverage and life insurance. And I'd talk to them, but I would always finish out and I'd say, you know, as you can see, I'm young and, and new in this business. And I can see, I look around and I see what assets we're protecting here. Is there anything that you can share with me, any wisdom that you can share with someone starting out, someone young like me, starting my own business and making a pursuit to go into business? And sometimes I'd write things down and they were, seemed like just normal, cute sayings and stuff like that. And, but every once in a while, I'd get a really, wow, this is amazing. And I'd read it or write it down and, and I'd treasure it and I'd meditate on it and I'd take this back and I'd study it and study it. And I wasn't walking real close with the Lord at the time. You can hear some of my story in the first five episodes, but I wasn't walking real closely with the Lord at the time, but I was absorbing information, trying to seek out wisdom and trying to seek out as much wisdom as I could because I knew that these people knew something that I did not know. And that was just the way I lived my life at the time. Then all of a sudden, the business didn't go well, and I ended up laying it down because I, I was also married at a young age, and I let the business and everything in the business get between me and my marriage, and there was financial stuff going on, and, and ultimately, I, truth be told, I just failed at the business, and I laid it down. One of the things that I was so frustrated with when I laid that business down, it was that I didn't have opportunity to meet other wise people that I didn't have opportunities like I had before to meet some of the caliber people that I met and receive wisdom. And then all of a sudden I realized and I read in scripture, I forget where it was, where I read, I think it was, I'm not going to even guess because it's going to be wrong. <laughs> but I read in the Bible that, that Solomon asked for the gift of wisdom from God. God said, ask for whatever you want and I'll give it to you. And he didn't ask for riches and all of this stuff. He asked for wisdom and God said, because you asked for wisdom, I'm going to make you the wisest man who ever lived and ever will live on earth. I realized at that point that he had written a book called Proverbs. So here I was seeking out the wisest of the wise the world had to offer as far as that I had, who I had access to. I was seeking for their wisdom. And yet I was overlooking a giant book of the Bible that was written specifically to God's people from the wisest person that ever was and ever will be walking on this earth. So I took that and I started studying Proverbs. And that's where I started this journey of immersing myself in Proverbs and asking for wisdom myself and how to, how to use and apply these things that I was learning in Proverbs. And, and that is where I came up with Wisdom's Challenge. So without any further talk or without any further thing, I want to read Wisdom's Challenge to you. And again, this is all of the verses where wisdom speaks or wisdom is personified, it's all of those verses crammed together and paraphrased into one, what I've discovered and what I now call as wisdom's challenge. So here it is. I, wisdom, offer up a challenge to you for those who accept riches, honor, lasting wealth, and righteousness are mine to freely give. I will show you how to truly live if you choose to accept the challenge. 
Listen to my words because I speak about honorable things and what is right. From my mouth, I speak truth and my words are righteous. There is nothing crooked or twisted in them at all. They are straight and true for those who are wise. Men, take my instruction instead of silver and my knowledge instead of gold because wisdom is better than valuable jewels. And really, nothing you will ever desire comes close to comparing with me, wisdom. How much better it is to get wisdom than gold. Choose my understanding rather than riches. My son, eat the fruit, for it is good. The juice of the fruit trees are sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is the same to your soul. If you find it, you will have a future, and your hope will not run dry. I, wisdom, dwell with sound judgment. I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil and pride, arrogance, perverted speech, and the ways of evil. I hate. I have insight. I have strength. It is by me kings rule and rulers decide what is right. By me, princes, nobles, and all who govern justly rule. I love those who love me. If you seek me diligently, you will find me wisdom. Riches, honor, lasting wealth, and righteousness are mine to give. My gifts are better than gold, even the finest. My return is higher than any investment. I walk on the road of righteousness and the path of justice, granting an inheritance and filling the banks of those who love me. My son, do not forget my teaching. Instead, let your heart keep my commands. When you do, they will add length to your days, years to your life, and peace to your mind. From the beginning of his work, the Lord possessed me. I was set up as the first act that he did years ago. Before the beginning of the earth, when there was nothing, I was brought forward. Even before there were springs flowing with water, before mountains had been shaped and before the hills were formed, I was brought forward before even the dust of the earth. When the Lord created the heavens and set the skies above, I was there. When he established the fountains and assigned the seas its limit, I was there. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, I was there beside him as a master architect. The Lord set me wisdom up before all creation and went to work creating life with me at his side as a master designer. Every day I delighted in him and never stopped rejoicing by his side. I loved his creation and delighted in mankind. And now, O oh son, listen to me. Those who keep my ways are happy. So hear my instructions. Be wise and do not neglect it. Because whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. However, he who does not find me hurts himself. All who hate me love death. How long, you ignorant men, will you love being ignorant? How long, O oh scoffers, will you delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you respond to my correction, mark my word, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you, but because I have called and you refused to hear me, because you ignored all my advice and received none of my correction, I will laugh at your misfortune. I will mock when disaster strikes you like a storm and your misfortune comes like a raging wind. When distress and suffering come upon you, I will take pleasure. Then you will call me, but I will not answer, for you will search for me diligently but will not find me because you hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, took none of my advice and despised all my correction. You will eat the fruit of your decision. 
You will have your fill of your choices. The ignorant are killed by their turning away and the desires of fools ruin their life. But whoever listens to me as wisdom will live secure and will be relaxed without fear of disaster. My son, I have built my house and laid a secure foundation. I've prepared a meal with choice meat and the finest of wine. The table is set and my invitation is for you. I have riches, honor, lasting wealth and righteousness to freely give. If you are ignorant or lack sense, turn in here. Eat of my feast, my choice meat and fine wine. Leave your ignorant ways and come down to the road of insight. If you think you're living now, accept my challenge and I will show you how to really live. Wow. Every, you guys, every time I read that... It's inspiring. And what this is, is this is a collection of over 73 verses where wisdom speaks directly to the reader in the book of Proverbs. And that's why I say it's a passage of scripture hidden inside scripture. And I've used modern language with this. If you'd like to see the 70 verses and you'd like to see the references on all of this, just go into the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group and I'm going to share that with you guys here just search in that group. If you're listening off into the future, just search for Wisdom's Challenge in that group and it'll pull up the attachments. I'll give you guys a PDF. So I've taken these topics in Proverbs and kind of condensed them all down. And this is one that has opened up this idea of Wisdom's Challenge. This has opened up and defined what wisdom is. So I hope that when you hear that, and then when you download the thing from the group and you read it, I hope as you study it, you begin to see something, some things that I wanted to point out here and some things that were absolutely amazing to me when I learned this is that wisdom was God's first act. So before he created anything else, when there was nothing, he created wisdom, which was absolutely amazing. Even before he created angels and before he created the heavenly hosts and, and the things around him, he created wisdom. And then not only that, but he used wisdom. He partnered with wisdom to build and create the rest of everything that you and I see. Using wisdom as a framework for life, he created the rest of the world that we see, which is why there are truths like the power of our words. There's power of life and death in the words that of him who speaks. There's power of life and death in the tongue. It's why we see those truths or the power of our mind. It's the power of our thoughts that all of these things are truth that maybe the world has distorted or they don't give authorship to. They don't blatantly say God said in the book of Proverbs, or they don't say that God created wisdom and this is a discovery of wisdom. They maybe don't give authorship to God or credit to God or glory to God, but all of these truths that we have found as right and true around us are true because God created them there. So wouldn't it be amazing for you and I in business to know and be able to come up and begin to partner with God who created the truth to begin with instead of what the world seeks as riches and peace and good life and gold and, and income and profit. The world seeks a lot of that stuff. Truthfully, the source of a lot of that stuff is the choices that we make made in wisdom. But ultimately, even before that, there's a, a third degree 
better option, and that is to seek the one who made the wisdom to begin with. So wouldn't it be great, as you and I and business owners, if we could partner with God and receive his mind and receive the way he thinks and the way he created wisdom and receive that. In fact, that is true. We do have the mind of Christ. That is scriptural. We have access to the manifold wisdom of God through the Holy Spirit, and he's blessed us with these blessings in heaven and these spiritual blessings, and we have access to that. As I was reading in Proverbs early on, I realized that that Proverbs says that the beginning of the wisdom is fear of Lord, and that if you seek for wisdom, you'll find God. I would challenge you, if the last few episodes, we've been talking a lot about some amazing stories from Vikas and Russ in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, and we've been talking to a Rick Beatenbow of Beatenbow Homes in West Texas, and we've been talking to some of these amazing people, some amazing men of God, and we've been talking to uh, Valerie, who shared a lot about wisdom and a lot about mindset. And if your thought has been, well, how do I partner with God? Where do I go? If you've been looking at your business and trying to find God in your business, I would encourage you to start by asking about the gift of wisdom. Because the book of Proverbs says, the scripture says that if we seek wisdom, we'll find God. And then at the same time, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So if we start by partnering with God and asking him for the gift of wisdom, then we're going to find him. He's going to meet us where we are. And we're going to begin learning the way he thinks and make decisions in our business. And at first, we may have to deal with the fruits of our decisions, just like he says. If you ignore me, there'll be a time when you call out for me, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to respond because your decisions have caught up to you. You may be in a time where your decisions are caught up to you, but if you start now and partner now and seek wisdom now and start making wise choices now in your business, then those fruits will catch up to you. So I want to leave you with that. I want to encourage you with that. The gift of wisdom is something that I use constantly. It's something that I was taught for my dad to dive into Proverbs. And there's a reason why I, even though I wasn't walking close with God, I was seeking wisdom at 19 years old. And there's a reason why I would ask these people, what is one piece of advice? What is one nugget of wisdom that you could give me so I could apply it in my life? There's a reason why I was seeking that out and that I fully give credit to my dad on that because the way he taught me to live and the way he taught me to think about wisdom. So I valued wisdom and I valued the book of Proverbs. I've been studying it for a long time. But one of the things I've asked for is I've asked for wisdom as well, just like Solomon asked for wisdom. There's a passage that says, if any of you lacks wisdom, then ask God who gives graciously. And that when you ask, expect that he was going to give it, otherwise he won't. So when I've asked for the gift of wisdom and I've asked for wisdom, I've just believed I had it and started walking out with the best decisions that I knew how to make because I believe God gave me wisdom. So the way I look at wisdom, if you're able to see something in your business, like maybe you have clients that just are not fun to work with, or maybe you have an employee that's not fun to work with, or maybe you have a cash flow issue in your business, or maybe you have whatever it is, whatever the symptom is, I can guarantee you when you have the gift of wisdom, you're able to look past the symptom and discover the problem. And beyond that, you're able to look past even the problem. For instance, if you have a bunch of clients that you don't like working with, then there's something in your marketing that's causing that 
to come forward. The language you use in your marketing message is attracting those people. The problem isn't your customers. The problem is the language you're using in your marketing. So that's an example. But beyond that, it allows you to look past the problem and actually see answers and see replacements to that problem. So it gives you kind of a three-dimensional look at all your business when you have the gift of wisdom. I, I love being able to walk into someone's business and be able to take this issue or this challenge that they have and say, wait, what is this over here? The, over here in the corner, that's what's actually causing the issue. If we just stop this little thing right here, this massive symptom just goes away. Being able to look at my own business that way, it's a little bit harder, which is why I have coaches to help me because sometimes hard to read the label while you're inside the bottle. And that's what a coach does. It offers an outside perspective to see the label. So I've been able to use this gift of wisdom and it's something that I operate in and it's something that I know that the most of what I do comes from this gift of wisdom. Most of anything that I have that works, anything that I have that does well and is profitable is because of this gift of wisdom. It's not because of me at all. It's because of God and his answer to my gift of wisdom. And I want to encourage you and challenge you to go seek this gift of wisdom for yourself. So I would encourage you, if you are looking for somewhere to start in partnering with God, ask and pray that he would give you wisdom and start studying wisdom in the book of Proverbs and start studying these things. Download Wisdom's Challenge and read that every day as a motivation for how to frame up your day. Again, you can find the, a PDF download of Wisdom's Challenge along with the 73 verses that make up Wisdom's Challenge. Uh, you can find that at the Facebook group, the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group. As you go do that and as you start doing that, what you'll find is that you'll start seeing things in a different perspective. You'll start seeing things in God's perspective and it becomes a whole lot easier. When you understand how God thinks and how he makes decisions, it's a whole lot easier to partner with him. It's a whole lot easier to profit with purpose inside your business. And it's a ton easier to go beyond world class and build a kingdom class business. And that's what everything in this podcast is about. So I want to bless you right now. We're finishing up this podcast coming to an end and I want to bless you until next week. I bless you to go profit with purpose in your business. And I bless you to go build a kingdom class company go beyond world class and build a kingdom class company. I bless you until next week. Go be Christ in business. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to make sure you heard that right. You are Christ in business. You have been adopted into the royal household of God. You are heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. You've been raised up with Christ. You've been seated in heaven and you are called the body of Christ, the fullness of God. This is who God says we are. And if we're God's sons or daughters in business, we don't let the world set the standard for what God's kids do in business. No, we partner with God. We profit with a purpose and we go beyond world class to build a kingdom class company. We are Christ in business, and I want to encourage you to join us right now as we march the name of Christ to the top of the business mountain, give Jesus his full reward, and show the world we are his disciples. Here's a few ways you can do that. First, share this podcast with someone you know who is Christ in business. Second, subscribe and leave a review in this podcast app because that helps this podcast get found. And third, join the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group by going to thedavidrobertson.com slash group. 